This is Blake Lindsay, and I am pleased to welcome you to the Inspire Podcast. For those of you who are married, you know after time how we can forget to continue to court our mates. We get busy with our careers, kids, and schedules. Today, take some time out to listen to Zig, as he encourages us to do the little things that make a big difference in our marriage. If you are not married, listen and learn how you can strengthen friendships by spending time with those you love. Now, if you want to build that uh, loving relationship, you build that respect, and you make friends with your mate. Your mate ought to be your best friend. You know, you think about it for a moment. You might say ugly things to and about your mate. You might do ugly things to your mate. But you're not going to say ugly things about your friend. You're not going to do ugly things to your friend. So if your best friend is your mate, that puts you in a good position. Now, deep friendships take lots of time. According to Dr. Nick Stennett, the statement, the amount of time you spend with your spouse is less important than the quality is just a marriage myth. In a recent survey, Dr. Stennett found out that more than 90% of the couples who considered their marriages strong and close also said they spent a great deal of time together. The survey also observed that divorced couples usually had spent little time together before this split. So as you start your courtship process over, I encourage you to take some time with your mate and build a few sandcastles. Last summer we had a magnificent experience. The redhead and I, along with our whole family, my Four children and their mates and the grandchildren all went to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. We were fortunate we found a big house and we uh, had it for a week and it was absolutely wonderful. Jim Norman, uh, one of my sons-in-law, uh, concocted this idea one uh, morning about the third day that he's going to go out and build a sandcastle. Well, Jim's a big man and he does things in a big way. So his wasn't going to be just an ordinary sandcastle. I mean, uh, he built a big sandcastle. Well, he started it. Then other members of the family started pitching in. And then people passing by, you know, would stop and they'd admire. And listen, it was an architectural masterpiece. I mean, it had a, a moat. It had the drawbridge. It had uh, the whole bit there. And people stopped to admire what was going on. And then that evening when the uh, tide started coming in, all of us were out there. And there must have been at least 50 or 75 people watching the tide. I'd come up. And the first time the water sloshed over into the moat, there was a round of applause. I mean, we wanted to see what was happening there. And then the first time the water went all the way around the moat, there was another round of applause. And then when that first big one dug into the base of the castle, there was a resounding cheer. And guess who was leading the applause? That's right, old Zig was right there. <laughs> now, the next day, uh, Jim really got serious about building Sandcastle. He, he bought himself a serious shovel. Now, there's a difference in shovels. He got a serious shovel. 
And he literally worked all day long. And if you thought that first one was something, you should have seen that second one. I mean, everybody was involved, you know? I've thought about that an awful lot of times. You don't have to go to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina to build sandcastles. Of all the things we did over there, and that included playing a lot of golf, which as you know I have such a passion for, but the most fun we had was building that sandcastle. Everybody was involved. Husbands and wives need to build sandcastles together. They need to be doing the simple little things like that that do involve time. What was the hurry? How long did the sandcastle last? You could not tell that it had ever been there a couple of days later. And yet the memories will be with us for the rest of our life. Build those uh, sandcastles. Play some nine-point dominoes, some chess or some checkers. You need to study the little trivia games, the biblical trivia. Little things really do make a big difference. Where do you start? Well, one place to start, when our son was in the fifth grade, he brought home a recipe for a happy marriage. He says you take one cup of love, two cups of lawyer, three cups of forgiveness, four quarts of faith, and one barrel of laughter. Take love and lawyer and mix it thoroughly with faith. Blend it with tenderness, kindness, and understanding. Add friendship and hope, sprinkle abundantly with laughter, bake it with sunshine, wrap it regularly with lots of hugs, serve generous happens daily, and you've got a marvelous recipe for that happy Marriage. Yeah, following that guideline will absolutely keep that marriage cooking. Guaranteed. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me share just a few of the little things to go along with that. Not an enormous number, but for example, if when a husband is on his way home, if he sees some flowers or beautiful wild weeds, you remember how you did it when you were a child and would bring it to your mother? What it says to your maid is, I was thinking about you. In our company, we have a little procedure called I Like Because. It's a little pad. And we write it, I like my wife, but you'd want to change it to I love my wife or I love my husband because. And then give some specific observable behavior. When I'm on a trip and the redhead has put one of those in my pajamas, it just tickles me good to get one. Uh, when the husband repairs things that are broken, the first time his wife asks him, that just scores all kinds of points at home. Now that does not include me because I had a mechanical bypass when I was very young. <laughs> and that's out of my category, but some of you folks are, you know, you're handy uh, with tools when you just sew the button on without even being asked. When you build things for your wife's hobby, when you prepare a special dish or when you go shopping with her fellas or go to the football game with him, ladies, or if you put a warm note in a cold lunch so that when he reads that note at lunchtime, he will have forgotten about the fact that the sandwich was cold because it won't be cold. When you make that little phone call during the uh, coffee break, little things like that do make a difference. And fellas, if you get home early, if the clothes are in the washing machine that your wife put in there that morning, 
If you will go ahead and take them out of the machine and put them in the dryer, take you three minutes. But what a big saving that will be. If you've beaten her home to start the evening meal, what a delightful surprise that would be. Ladies, little things, and you do this based on your scheduling, obviously. But remember we talked in a previous recording about every day doing something for your mate that your mate is capable of doing for themselves. Little things like that make a difference. Be sensitive. And when your mate is just short of energy, when he's exhausted, come to your mate's aid. Offer to help. DeSales said it so eloquently when he said, Nothing is so strong as gentleness. Nothing is so gentle as real strength. Love, ladies and gentlemen, like sterling silver will tarnish and grow dull unless it is polished with daily applications of interest, involvement, and expressions of love. These little things can make a difference. They will make a difference. When you go out on social events, you want to stay together. You remember how it was when you were courting and y'all would go out to this big social event and some lecherous male would come bearing down on your beloved, how you would tuck her behind your back and put that hand up. And for the rest of the evening, you were Siamese twins. I mean, you were together. And I'll tell you, when you go out to social events, you stay together when you introduce your mate. You want to introduce that mate with considerable enthusiasm. This is the one I love. This is my wife. Say it with pride. On occasion, you need to take some time out from each other. My good friends, Phil and Carol Glasgow, back in 1981, started something that is so neat. They had uh, three children who were two years old, two years old, and five years old. No, they were not twins. When she was expecting a baby, they had put in earlier to adopt a baby. So they had two of them at two years old and one of them at five. Now, you mothers will agree she had her hands full, right? Well, old Phil one day concocted this brilliant idea. He sent Carol off to a resort area for a full week. She could sleep as late as she want, have breakfast sent to their room, spend the day in the sauna or around the pool doing all of the things that she wanted to do and forget all about the family. Phil took that week off from work and he was mom and dad. He took care of cleaning the house, cooking all the meals, looking after all the baby's needs. And then when Carol got home, it was a magnificent reunion. I'll tell you, Phil was so relieved, totally exhausted, but it had been such a wonderful experience and Carol was so glad to get her arms around those little ones as well as the big one. It gave Phil a brand new appreciation for what the household executive really does have to do. I'll tell you, the average male simply does not have the stamina to do things like that on a sustained basis. Now understand, I know that's rare. Most people cannot afford to send their mate off for a week in a luxury resort area. But you can squirrel away a few bucks and at least let your wife have a Saturday 
where she sleeps until she decides to get up, where she then uh, goes to where she wants to go, whether it's the beauty shop, and I've always been amazed at what rearranging a few strands of hair on a woman's head will do for her uh, self-image and the way she feels. Let her go to a sauna, let her go shopping. And fellas, remember, when a woman goes shopping, that definitely does not mean she's necessarily going to buy anything. On occasion, it's relatively safe. Not always, understand, uh, but it, uh, it can be very Save. You can uh, swap babysitting chores with other couples to get off together, but you need to take time out. What can you do today to tell someone you love them? Maybe it's a phone call in the middle of the day that simply says you're thinking of them. Maybe you would rather show them your love by doing a little thing for them. Bringing home flowers, running an errand for them, or doing a chore around the house. Whatever you decide to do, I know that you're going to reap the benefits of a stronger, more loving relationship. And that will inspire anyone. Until next week, I'm Blake Lindsay, encouraging you to live your life to the fullest. Ziggler. Ziggler. Inspiring true performance.